chaos is everywhere. Welcome to Chaos the Foul Frontier. It's in the wee hours of the morning because that's when you discover things. Mm-hmm. I am uh, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there who is used to this because he's more into New Japan than I am is uh, Mr. Our Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it, woo! And uh, today we're going to be watching our second in a week, uh, second in a row of Voyager for the second week in a row. Um, it's episode one, season one, episode 11, State of Flux. And I'm still trying to get the damn thing to let me set it up correctly so I can start us off at zero. So just give me one second here. No. Okay. Almost got it. No. Oh, come on. It's doing that thing where I'm at like one second and I'm just like, no, pause it at zero. Okay. All right, I got it. So, um, yeah, we're all good to go. Did you um, have anything before we jump in? No! <laughs> It'd be a really weird episode if you just did that the whole episode. No! <laughs> uh, wouldn't get annoyed at all, I'm sure. Anyway. Absolutely right, not. So we're at zero. We're going to play in three, two, one, play. Boop. And... Um, I'm going to try and not spoil it because there's supposed to be an air of mystery to this episode. Um, But I did want to point out that this episode, the idea for it was actually written or thought of before they had shot the pilot. So this has been a long time coming. Puff up like a Valco fish. Oh yeah, this is going to be one of those. Um, this is a running joke. What he's, what they're about to talk about throughout the rest of the series. <laughs> I feel like that's just a ginger root, don't you think? That's what it looks like. So, um, anybody that hasn't watched Voyager, uh, what Neelix has just found is what's called the Neola root. Neola root, that's how it's pronounced. And um, the humans are very much against the taste, but what he says, it's basically filled with everything you need to live. Um, So, if you have it, you basically can do, you know, long space voyages. Oh, likely story. There's a lot of foods like that that we don't eat, but, like, could keep you alive if you know where to look. I don't think we're alone. Bad code. Also, I got, I'm going to see how much it sort of stands out, but apparently um, the actress that plays Janeway was really sick through the filming of this episode. So a lot of her dialogue was um, actually given to other cast members. Oh, really? See if it seems like she's not involved as much as you would expect. I don't know. I haven't been looking. No one should be here because there's all this root down here. Tartar. At first, I was like, tartar sauce? What? <laughs> oh. I mean, it's nothing, it's no more weird than what the British eat on a regular basis. So that's fair. What the? What the? Huh? So, okay. The Kazon that we met in the first episode were called the Kazon Ogla. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a new sect because if you remember the way the Kazon work is they're kind of like branched off into different warring parties. Yeah. Um, the Kazon Nistra 
But the interesting thing about that is we've never seen them on the show before. So the fact that Tuvok knows what their ship looks like is actually is an anachronism, right? <laughs> I like to think that Neelix just happens to know what they look like, so he gave him kind of a rough idea of what they should look like. Yeah. Either that or this world's happening between episodes. Yeah, that's the other explanation. I never like that explanation for stories. I. I know it's possible, but it always annoys me. No, it's definitely possible, but yeah, I don't like it either because it kind of like, I don't know, it defeats the, or not defeats the purpose, that's the wrong word, but like, yeah. oh no, it kind of defeats the purpose of a show because like, yeah. you're not supposed to really. We're supposed make... to see all the highlights of it, yeah. Yeah. Doctor Who does that a lot where like, um, stuff will happen and it'll be like, oh yeah, I've been gone for like 500 years and I've done all of this in between two episodes. It's like, I'd like to have seen all that stuff that you did for those 500 years. Yeah. Sometimes they'll circle back and you'll get to see that stuff later just out of uh, sequence as far as like when you're watching because it's all time travel but not all the time. Wow, it's really, really smelly in these caves. So smelly. Thank the prophets. <laughs> in case you didn't know she was Bajoran. What? I couldn't tell by the nose. So... I found out something interesting about the Kazon. I'll talk more about when we get some more close-ups later in the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what I thought was their hair is actually supposed to be a headdress. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Do your stuff, bus. This is Star Trek! By the way, I have no idea where that magical school bus reference came from. Uh, anyway, April 10th, 1995. Um, yeah, because it tangentially connects to some of the stuff. This is actually the first episode with a star date that happens after that movie, even though the movie came out like five months before this episode. So technically the movie is, if you're doing it chronologically falls sometime in between these seasons, but it doesn't affect the story really in any way that I remember. So that's why we're doing it at the end. Stupid movies and them not affecting TV shows. God. Yeah, it's not like today where they're trying to build a giant multiverse. Star Trek had the ability to do that back in the 90s. They just, TV wasn't ready for it, basically. Also, this is a new wrinkle to Seska's character. Mmm, mushroom soup. Mmm. Uh-huh. Right, 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 right. Anybody not watching along, I'll just skip ahead. Um, uh, Seska stole all the ingredients to make the mushroom soup from Neelix. 
And Chakotay is like, what the hell? The indignity he put down his spoon. I can't believe you've done this. On the one hand, it might seem like overreacting. On the other hand, when you're about, oh, 70,000 light years away from home, probably shouldn't be stealing food. Others might need to live. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Neelix's recommendation for punishment about this would be? Death. <laughs> Instant death. Summary ex execution. After all we've been through. Yeah, no, there's been like no hint of this up until now, but it becomes a big thing going forward. And if you're wondering, did Jakote hit that? Yes, yes, he did. Yes, multiple times. And there really isn't an explanation why it seemed to have stopped by the time they got to Voyager. Ooh. <clears throat> Remember, this is strictly physical. And I am in no way using my powers to captain on an ensign. Yep. Oh, that's nice for Harry. He's going to get a little. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> I mean, it's technically, it's technically Chakotay's sloppy seconds. I don't know how he's going to feel about that, but. Please help us. Please. Thank you, please. I don't know if that'll come back up, Neelix. I feel like you're just being prejudiced against the Kazon Mistra. When will this ever possibly come back up? It's not like they're the main Kazon and the ones that I think of when I think Kazon for various reasons. Yeah. I'm giving her all a go, Captain. Sorry, wrong show. Actually, there's a Scotty reference in this episode. Is it really? Yeah, one of my favorite um, things because it kind of makes Torres different than other engineers. But we'll get there in a little bit. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Yeah, so we this, will. This effect coming up was like the most complicated part of the whole show. Just, just so you can appreciate how much work went into this particular scene. Yep, this definitely looks like a ship. All right, let's go home. <clears throat> By God. So yeah, the effect again. If no one's, if someone's not watching along, um, the uh, they get on the ship and the Kazon are literally melted into the. Um, different parts of the ship, like the wall and the floor and stuff. It looks really cool, actually. God damn Jabba. <laughs> it does kind of look like carbonite. You're right. I knew it. Thank God there was a force field. You guys just beamed over there without knowing that there'd be a force field. Right. Do you think when this was happening, 
one of the uh, one of them said to the other, "I love you," and the other one said, "I know." <laughs> like right before it became part of the wall. Yeah, yeah, just like right before it became part of the wall. I'm hoping that happened. I mean, I feel like if they can make up stuff about them knowing about this sect of Kazon, I we can make up that scene happening. Yeah. Is something looking odd to you? Like how you knew about these guys before we ever met them? Yeah, or, something like that. Or the multiple uh, human-like beings melted into walls and shit around us? Yeah, it looks pretty no, strange. No, no, no. No, that part's normal. It's something else. You know it's bad when the holographic doctor with the entire knowledge of the Federation database in their heads like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> True. So, if you've ever wondered why there could be possible donor matches in different species in Star Trek, there's actually an in-universe explanation. Um, most of the species you see in Star Trek were actually seeded by one species. Uh, there's an episode of Next Generation where they discover like that the Klingons, the Romulans, they all humans all share a common ancestor. And I think the species was so advanced they could go to other parts of the galaxy. So it it stands to reason it's everywhere, basically. Huh. Yeah. They kind of look like Odo, to be honest with you. They never say that out loud, but they kind of look like they might have been like the ancestors of the founders. And then when the founders were done um, exploring, they went back to their homeworld and created the Dominion. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. It's never said out loud, but it's something that like seems pretty plausible. Yeah, to, I'm assuming it is, and I think other people say it is, but I don't think they ever say they're the founders because it was years before Deep Space Nine. It's just if you watch the episode, they look like the founders. Gotcha. So, and the founders do say when you first meet them that they were um, uh, they were explorers before they you know went and created the Dominion. So interesting. Yep. Also, they're just talking about the fact that. Um, they found uh, traces of Federation technology at the site of the explosion. And they are at, trying to figure out if it could be another Federation ship or how that got to the Kazon. Yeah, now it's regarded with caution. And now we're trying to figure out who had the opportunity to meet with the Kazon maybe back on the planet. Who could it be? I wonder. I think it's Tuvok. He's been doing some shady shit lately. It's fair. She'd be willing to risk it, everybody. Come on now. Okay, so here's the Scotty reference. So, um, Taurus said we can get this done by tomorrow. Jamie said, I want it done by the end of the day. And Taurus said, I don't exaggerate. Um, I, when I say it needs to be done tomorrow, it'll be done tomorrow. Obviously, that's a reference to how Scotty would always say, like, it'll take like eight hours, but he actually could do it in two. That made him look like a miracle worker. Mm -hmm. So, and he said as much in one of the movies, actually. Rat bastard. Mm 
what? About me? Just because I wandered away by myself and was in close proximity to the Kazan? That is a fair point. Yeah. You don't assign somebody you don't trust to the bridge. Damn right. I mean, I would. I mean, let's be real. Let's be fair. You did steal shit from the kitchen. Right. And you were really heavily involved with Chuvok's plan last episode. Right? Like, it's not like it's without reason. But to be fair, also, Apple guy was away from the group, too. I think he's the other main suspect, if I remember correctly. There's a few of them. I won't tell you who it is, but. Why won't you leave a blood sample on file? God. And how did you find them? If they were an expert at covering their tracks, how did you find <laughs> them? They're not that good. Well, I mean, they're good enough that I guess they haven't found out who it was, but they yeah. um, know somebody did it. So that's, that's something, fair. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, let's tell them, hey, um, so some of our technology ended up on your ship and they people died. Oopsie poopsie. Seska <laughs> showing how trustworthy she is going over there to do this by herself, even though they told her not to. Yep. Tuvok, you're always so suspicious. Right? <laughs> or she could kill herself. We might kill her. And? <laughs> and what's your point? The problem? Good thing they moved the uh, uh, the Kazon off the other bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> what if there's a scene that we didn't see, because that apparently can happen in Voyager, where she actually just landed right on top of him? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Hello, Mr. Carey. Can I call you Drew? <laughs> no, only my only my family from Ohio can call me Drew. Cleveland, to be precise. Cleveland, to be specific, yes. Uh, I've heard it rocks. 
Wait, I thought Cleveland was destroyed in World War Three. Like all the um, all the friendly countries of America just use Cleveland as their nuclear testing to uh, make sure the projectors are right. Well, yes, but yeah. there's still some of us that live there. That's actually a much better joke from The Simpsons, where Springfield is designated in the 1950s as a nuclear whipping boy. What? I mean, I did date that one Kazon girl for a while. I didn't know it would be a problem. <laughs> but I mean, we only got physical a few times, and I, I promise I never used protection. And I only told her about, you know, all the technology that she wanted to know about. She said it was an aphrodisiac for her people. So, yeah, they've traced back the signal to um, Carrie's uh, um, console. By the way, Carrie, if you don't remember, is the guy that uh, was going to be chief engineer uh, that I think Bellana broke his nose. So Yeah. Then why are you giving him that look? But you're clearly a liar. Right. <laughs> what if like weird racial things still existed, but it was very specific? You clearly have the shifty eyes of the Irish. <laughs> Emotive opportunity. Wait, did he, he did say he had motive. What the hell was his motive? I didn't catch it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, maybe we'll get, we're, well, the episode obviously will keep going, but I honestly don't know what the actual, like what you get out of what they've done would be. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're just a random crew member on the ship, yeah. what is what can the Kazon give you personally that's gonna make that worth it? Yeah, no, I I don't understand. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is you like strike a deal so they don't attack the ship in general, so you can't be hurt. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, there is one other thing, which is the solution, so I won't say it, but I just remember there is another reason. So, yeah, um, this uh, Maj Kala, who's going to be a recurring character, um, he, he, uh, that headdress is actually made out of like dog toys, apparently. <laughs> and, and when he saw the headdress, he was like, Oh, I must be the most important because I have the biggest headdress. Also, really kind of funny, when he got the script, he only read his lines. And I, something about the, just reading his lines made him think at first that he was going to be romancing Captain Janeway. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> What now? Oh, I don't know if this has actually come up yet, but it's going to be a big part of their uh, whole species. Um, the Kazon are very male-oriented as far as, like, leadership. Women have almost no rights in their society. Yeah. So it becomes a big thing going forward that they have to deal with a female captain. I can have four Ks on here.
<laughs> what the? Hey. <clears throat> That was fast acting. I mean, it's probably better that way. Technically, yeah. his body was more weird, non-organic. What about Seska? Meaning, what Seska's not Bajoran? Uh oh! Oh snap! Bum bum bum! So, uh, yeah, Seska, according to their blood test, was born a Cardassian. Not that the Cardassian would ever do that, and we haven't seen him do it on Deep Space Nine already. Uh-huh. So we're going to do it the non-stupid way now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, Chakotay just said to Tuvok, you were working for the Federation. Sesko's working for the Cardassians. Was anyone on my ship working for me? <laughs> I think the answer is no. <laughs> it seems Honestly. like... Because I don't think Torres technically works for anybody. She seems a little bit ornery for that. Yeah. So probably a good hearty no. Yeah. I know her problem with color. They just met and he just killed a guy. So they're trying to stop her from finding the truth because, mm -hmm. like, basically, because they're trying to get, like, Federation technology and, right. like, basically, I don't, I don't think I quite understand. Okay, so they're trying to stop her from finding out the truth because they do have a mold on the ship and they don't want it discovered who it is. Gotcha. That's, okay. that's the idea, yeah. Because regardless of what the technology is, definitely they got some technology out of it. So they have a deal with somebody to work with them. Gotcha. And yeah, we just found out it's a food replicator that they got, which if you think about it, it's sort of like how a microwave can be really dangerous if it's faulty. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, like I said, there is an explanation on what the crew member gets out of it, but it's very specific, which I will, I'm not going to get into until we get the whole, you know, bum, bum, bum moment. So. Oh, I better leave. He's going to punch somebody. <laughs> I wonder if, like, for setting up the scene, if the actress that plays Kess is like, you know, nobody ever uses wherever the fuck that machine is supposed to be. I should be sitting over there using it when he walks in, just because. 
It's a perfectly reasonable explanation. She was only trying to help. Yes, helping and destroying evidence can look a lot alike, but it's not the same thing. Uh-huh. Wow, that seems racist. Right? I don't, I don't know if it was supposed to, but it just seems racist the way she said it. Why don't you go talk to your animal guide? What's wrong with you? Your blood's all weird. Yeah, right? Didn't get around to it because my blood is weird. Right? So yeah, her explanation is that it's a side effect of the disease that she has that like destroyed all the Bajoran markings in her blood. And she said she got that from a uh, um, what's from before blown bone transplant to cure the disease she got. So. And how come the doctor didn't say anything, huh? I feel like any other doctor, there's a chance, but when it's the entire database of all of the Federation, it's probably like, oh, um, nope, that doesn't make sense, or I would have said it. Wow. Now you're insulting his secrets. And that was getting that dick. Right. She doesn't say that because she's not as coarse as I am, but that's basically what she meant. She's not very good at not seeming guilty, by the way, just because she was just like, I'm so stir crazy. I just need to get out and be by myself in like a restricted area. The bait is done. Bum, bum, bum. I forget exactly what the information was. It was something about like logging in with your own name. Yeah. Or something. So yeah, they basically told both the suspects that. So if anybody tries to cover their tracks, they'll know who it is. I have to, just as a design note in general, I love the Voyager um, warp core. It's just mm-hmm. the coolest looking one of all the warp cores I can think of. It just looks really that pretty. That looks really cool. Yeah. Like a giant lava lamp, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. That's You should never play a Vulcan in anything. They're always going to win or be sore losers about it. (laughs) We have a nibble. (laughs) I was doing a Simpsons movies reference, everybody. That's why I made that weird noise at the end there. Just imagine Chakotay being electrocuted. Boom. Seska's. 
has to be Carrie. Or does she know that we know that she knows? Right. Who? Who was it? Who? Uh, so I, I want to ask you now that we, we know the the ending here. Um did this like did they throw you off with the carry stuff at all? Uh half a second. Yeah. Like I because I've seen it so many times, it's hard for me to um like put myself in that mindset, but they, like, as I was reading what they were trying to do, they really wanted you not to be sure until the very end. I'm like, I don't feel like it ever became that good at, you know, making me think one or the other. It seemed pretty obvious it was Seska because you kept doing shady shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, basically, um, Chakotay is just pointing out that he, uh, that he knew it was her because she made it look like it was her. And she was just doing the double play. So, <laughs> surprise! <laughs> You're a traitor. Um, this is also one of the first times we ever get the doctor um, activated without him saying, please state the nature of the medical emergency. I think in the next episode, actually, they explain why. Or it's pretty close to after this. Damn. You gave, gave us all the evidence. So, well, she'll, maybe she'll explain it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> wow, she's standing right there, Dick. Right. So, yeah, her basic thought was, like, she, exactly, she was doing it to keep the Kazon from attacking the, the ship. Right. Um, I honestly think that, uh, especially knowing where this is going, because this isn't the last time we see her, um, that she had the idea to take over the ship herself the whole time, too, and, like, do more ruthless stuff to get home. So... And, uh, like I said, when they... they when they wrote caretaker, they had the idea for her specifically to be the, the traitor, but they kept pushing it back and doing more episodes with her being kind of the mutinous voice because they found it really convenient and a good plot for the show. So like they did more shows than they planned to do with her coming up to this because they liked her character so much. Hmm. And then she just transported herself to a Kazon vessel, never to be seen again, even though I just said different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it won't be too much of a spoiler to say for the next the next season, basically, for season two, she's the big bad of the whole series. So we'll definitely see her a bunch more times. Yeah, I kind of expected so. I put my dick in that crazy woman. <laughs> Would I do it again? Of course. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode, actually.
<laughs> I do love that explanation. I was honest to my own convictions within the parameters of my missions. So Chakotay is basically trying to ask why, like, how the hell two spies got in his ship? Yeah. <laughs> Did you spend to be adequate? Adequate. <laughs> That's fair. Like, she also tricked Tuvok, so. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know Misery Loves Company? Fucking yeah, Vulcans. You've got rid of all your emotions. You didn't understand about Misery. Right. So, so there you go. There's the episode that kind of sets up a big arc for the rest of um, this season into next. Uh, what did you yeah, think of the episode? <laughs> um, I do want to point out this I found really funny because they wanted it to be a mystery. The original title for the episode was called Seska. And they were like, oh, that kind of gives it away. Who could have been? <laughs> Um, all right, oh man, so, yeah. I kind of wish they did that now. <laughs> like the whole time, you're like, it's all a double bluff. That's what it is. Yep. Um, all right, so yeah, that was um episode, and uh, yeah, like I said, I think um it's a very good episode. It really does start to set up the the overall stories because one of the things that gets really good with Star Trek, as we're seeing with Deep Space Nine, now that we're getting deep into the Dominion Wars, is that when we get the longer term storytelling. That's when I think the shows get really good. So this is the first long-term arc that we're seeing started. Long-term uh, storytelling? That'll never work. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I told you that when we started. Next Generation was all week by week. There was no long-term storytelling. This is all brand new at this point. Um, I think, let me look here. Yeah, so the next episode, we're going back to Deep Space Nine and then going back to going you know, back and forth for the rest of the seasons. Uh, the next episode is called Explorers. It's uh, season three, episode 22. Uh, Cisco returns from a trip to Bajor with a blueprint for an ancient space uh, vessel that operates like a sailboat using solar pressure for propulsion. So it's actually a pretty nice episode. It's a, a Jake is in this episode. He hasn't been in there for a while, but this is a really cool episode for uh, Jake and uh, um, Cisco to hang out, which is oh, kind of okay. nice. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. And then um, we're all, we're getting pretty far in both seasons. Like, let me see here. Um, we've got one, two, three, four more episodes of Deep Space Nine. I think we got five of Voyager at this point. Once we watch Explorers, so we're getting there. We're wow. getting towards the end of season three and four, uh, one. So yeah, man. All right. Um, so this Wednesday, just because of um, our well, my work stuff, we couldn't, we didn't want to record a new episode this week. So we're doing a bank episode with uh, me and DJ Madman, where we watched the movie Rockadoodle from 1992. It's a weird ass cartoon from my childhood. Um, it's a little choppy because it was a it was an experiment. We used Tubi, but there was a lot of ads. But we always count you down, so you should really do the watch long. And I think <laughs> in the future we'll be a little bit more picky about what app we use and, you know, make sure we don't have that problem again. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, next week after that will be chaos at ringside again. And then the week after that, because we put it off a while ago, I think I want to do, uh, the Pokemon, the first three episodes of Pokemon that we said we were going to do, but couldn't. Oh, do. Yeah. So I, yeah, so yeah. I think that'll, get us well into um probably may by that point so yeah uh, no, sounds, or, yeah that should put us right there yeah um 
All right. I think that's everything. Uh, me and DJ Mayman are also recording a lot of bonus episodes. I'm not saying anything's coming out, but our bank is growing. So maybe I'll throw a bonus episode in every once in a while. Um, other than that, I hope everybody's having a good time. And uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for the theme song. Follow us on Twitter at Chaos Pod Show. Follow us on Facebook at Chaos is Everywhere. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Last Gilchrist uh, One or Last Gilchrist on TikTok. And I th- hope that's everything. I don't think I've thought of anything. Oh, uh, please write us at Chaos Pod Show at Gmail. Just write us anything. We will we'll read your hate or your vitriol. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it your gets really thoughts. bad, we. <laughs> Well, um, if it gets really bad, I reserve the right to stop. But at this moment, I don't care. Um, but yeah, if you have any suggestions, I'm going to say this. The first person that writes us with a suggestion of, hey, watch this, we will do it. I don't care what it is. I will I'll give that to the first person. That'll be our... Um, really? You don't care what it is? Uh, yeah, you're right. Let's, let's, uh, let's be a little more... Let's be smart, okay. buddy. <laughs> um, anything that is easily accessible through a streaming service, ah. uh, TVMA or lower, because I'm not going to do like an X-rated anything. Um, I don't know. Anything else you can think of that's like a good thing? I think those two things will protect us for the most part. Um, no I mean, porn. I, yeah, no porn. That's why I said no anything porn. under TVMA. Like, <laughs> um, also, I'm, I could be lying to you. I could get a suggestion and decide not to do it. But let's assume that I'm a, a nice person and you do send me a real suggestion. I will do it. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So I hope everybody has a good night and we'll see you Wednesday. Deuces.